Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line podcast network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center. Family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, guys. <laughs> I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy, Chuck, and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Feeling good. I mean, teams came out. I mean, we we know we have to win this game, so everybody got their mentality of uh, just getting back to the basics, a uh, hard work, chip on our shoulder, getting back to the base, the whole Arkansas. So everything's going good. We going by uh, great so far. Practice going by good. Hey, this is Darren McFadden. You're listening to the Morning Rush live from the Bush Light Studio. Bush. 40-year-old adolescents, felons, power drinkers, and trustees of modern chemistry. On your favorite Arkansas sports talk station. Were you going to have a party here tonight, son? I don't know what that was all about. Streaming live from hitthatline.com. That seducer and despoiler must be stopped. He's extremely dangerous. This is The Morning Rush with Ty Richardson, Tommy Kraft, and Chuck Barrett. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The Morning Morning Rush starts right now. Yes, hey, welcome into a Football Friday edition of the Morning Rush. Tommy Kraft is in Provo, Utah. I am at Wheels RV in Springdale. I've already consumed three water bottles, two slices of cold pizza this morning. I am ready to go because they've got their second annual Wheels RV Amateur Barbecue Rib Competition. Tommy, apparently it's grown exponentially since last year. Well, they had uh, they had quite a few pe- teams out there competing last year, and I know a lot of those are going to be – most of those are back this year, and they'll grow that, like you said. So I'm I'm uh, looking forward to hearing how this one turns out. I, I hate that I'm in Provo because that would be a lot of fun to, tomorrow to be there. They're going to have the game on and – a lot of stuff here as we uh, as we kick off a football Friday brought to you by QC Kinetics live at Wheels RV in Springdale. It's actually Tawny Town. If you uh, if you're in Northwest Arkansas, you probably know right where it's at. It's underneath the water towers in Tawny Town. Uh, that area has grown so much over the last few years. But stop in and see us this morning at Wheels, five miles west of Exit 72 off of I-49 in Springdale. And I was telling Chris this morning, who was here bright and early with me, that. This was my childhood growing up, this corridor. Now, we used to go to this Guido's right down the road. We went to Venetian Inn, Mary Maestri's, which is no longer here. When I would come up to visit my grandparents in Rogers, I passed Swim Ranch on the way, something I did as a kid. So this area is very familiar to me. I think Tawny Town, Tommy, is one of the more underrated parts of our state. 
Do you ever go, uh, was it the Grape Festival that's there that they have every yes. year with a big spaghetti supper? Oh, yeah. Do you ever go into that? Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, there's uh, any time that you you include the word supper, and we were to- talking about Slovak last week. It's the it's the oyster supper. I couldn't think of the food it was, but that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. Like Asa Hutchinson apparently goes to that, Tommy. But, yeah, the Grape Festival here in Tawnytown, some of the best Italian food you will ever consume in your entire life. All right, getting ready for a big football game here. I'm in Provo, a big football game here tomorrow between Arkansas and BYU. Football Friday brought to you by QC Kinetics. If you've got long-lasting joint pain in your back, shoulders, knees, hips, anywhere it's hurting, arthritis, maybe your doctor said you need a knee replacement surgery coming up. Hey, to, Before you do any of that, talk to the pros at QC Kinetics. They've got regenerative medicine using highly concentrated healing properties from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue call them today for a consultation 479-999-1234 don't assume the old ways of dealing with the pain are the only ways now no no surgery no drugs no downtime with qc kinetics 999-1234 that's 999-1234 you heard kj jefferson this morning at the top of our open i know that he is really really excited to get back playing some some football and I know for him, this is a big game. He knows the importance of this game going to Provo, Utah. They've lost three straight. It's a non-SEC opponent. But, Tommy, in reality, this is not a typical bi-week team or a bi-week road trip. It's a tough matchup tomorrow in Provo, Utah, where you are. That's an important game. Like you said, when you've lost three in a row, the next one's always important no matter who you're playing because uh, you need to restore confidence. You're going into a bye week. I think that makes it even more important because you got a week off. You want to you have a good taste in your mouth about where you're at as a team, as a program, as a player, as a coach, all, all of those, and us as, as fans. Uh, want to feel better about, all right, you can go to Auburn and win. You lose this game at BYU – you know, Auburn's, in, in our estimation, in my estimation, at least in our, our power rankings, and I think in a lot of people's, Auburn's the worst team in this conference. You know, they're in that yep. bottom three, no question. You, you want to feel confident that you can go on the road and beat an Auburn team. Confidence is a big thing, and I, th- this, is, this, is about restoring, this is about restoring things within your program. And I think within the football team, there's already a resurgence of confidence. No disrespect to Malik Hornsby, but he's not K.J. Jefferson. When K.J. Jefferson steps out on that football field, there's a different sense within that team. And hopefully he'll be back to normal. I'm curious, as I brought up this week, what Kendall Bryles and company do with him. Is there anything that they pull from the playbook or if he's full go? Kind of what his level is as soon as he steps back on the field. Head injuries are weird. But I think the, the there's a bunch of things that we're going to get into this morning. BYU doesn't turn the ball over. That's something that Arkansas needs to do is force turnovers. Their rush defense is horrible. Should have a field day with that. I think for KJ and these running backs, that's where it's, it starts tomorrow afternoon. Well, you know, you hope your your running game and your ground game with its offense can be your defense. You know, keep keep the other guys off the field by – lengthy drives it's easy to sit here and say hey this let's just go on a 12 play 75 yard drive and take about six minutes off the clock let's just bleed that clock by by cramming it down the throat but the principles of what you're talking about are you know what what you need to do and, and you need to score i mean you, you really dissect and look at what's been wrong with arkansas it's it's been red zone offense missed opportunities at the goal line going back to the a&m game early where kj tried to dive in and 
it all seemed to, to unravel there. Had two more missed opportunities last week near the goal line. So you've got to you've got to figure out when you get in. And it seems like when they get inside the five and have to snap it, they're having more problems than maybe any other spot of the red zone because everything gets condensed. The reality is the other side knows Arkansas struggles to throw the football. You 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 put everything in a smaller box and it becomes just uh, I guess easier in some ways for the other team to defend. Arkansas can't find the gap because they're putting more people as you would expect at the goal line in those gaps. And, uh, you know, you got to find a way to move some people at that point, find a, ho- find a hole and get in the end zone. 877-377-6963 is our number that you're welcome to call or text in this morning. Tommy's in Provo. I'm live at Wheels RV in Tawnytown. And, yeah, red zone offense, I'm going to pull up the statistic here in a sec. But I know Arkansas was outside of the top 75 in the country, and it hasn't helped that, KJ didn't play this last game, and Arkansas had two chances that they came up empty both times when you think about the the four times inside like the three-yard line and the other time when they got inside the red zone and got stuffed again. I mean, that's something that if you're an Arkansas offensive lineman and you're at least described and as a Joe Moore Award uh, participant as the best offensive line in college football, you've got to get those yards. That's got to be on you because Rocket Sanders and Rashad DeBinion were stuffed in those situations because there really wasn't anywhere for them to go, Tommy. Well, rushing offense-wise, you're 11th in the country, third best in the SEC. Red zone offense, though, this doesn't match up. You shouldn't be the 11th best running team in the country, then get into the red zone and become the 116th red zone offense and the 14th worst bottom of the list in the SEC. It's got to improve, and your red zone defense isn't much better. It's 96 nationally, 12th in the league, but um, you shouldn't be able to run the ball the way they do statistically and then have trouble punching it in. That, that's just an area that's that's clearly problematic for this program. And it has been an Achilles heel at points this year, and I think JT makes a great point. This team, whether you like it or not, has not been the same football team since that K.J. fumble inside the red zone in Arlington. Now, we can harp on that all season long, but that's that's just the reality, right? not seen the same offense, and you have not seen the same confidence since that specific play in Jerry World earlier this year. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts. First Western Bank. We are more than just a bank. We are your partner for all your financial services. First Western has real professionals with years of experience in banking, mortgage, insurance, and investments. From financial services to personal and business insurance to investment products, mortgages, and small business banking. First Western with locations throughout Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley and online at firstwestern.com. Exceptional financial services all in one place. First Western Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. Yeah, back here at Wheels 
RV in Springdale. They've got their second annual Wheels RV competition, rib competition, amateur tomorrow, including some door prize drawings. They got a Traylon Burks signed helmet, a signed Odell Beckham Jr. jersey, uh, a kayak. I mean, they've got so many things going on here, Tommy. So we're going to be doing the show here this morning. You're live in Provo, Utah. Yeah, it's Football Friday brought to you by QC Kinetics. If you got joint pain that is bothering you, I've had pain in my shoulder. I've had my third treatment with QC Kinetics. I can already feel the pain going away and becoming less uh, chronic, less of an issue, less of a daily adjustment, you know, thinking about how you pick things up, move things around. QC Kinetics has cutting-edge regenerative treatments using your own body's highly concentrated healing properties to heal your body. There's a better way than surgery and pain pills and being out of the loop, missing golf and fishing, all these things for months at a time. Call QC Kinetics 479-999-1234. That's 999-1234. It is football Friday. It's driving down I-15 headed south to catch uh, Highway 6 to go to down to uh, – where Arches and all of that is, uh, down near Moab. And the big, you go right through, you know, right by the campus, and the, the big Y is up on the hill. Kind of made me think of Atkins with a sign, guys, up on the, the hill at the, sign of, uh, at the side of I-40. Uh, yeah, I guess that's iconic for BYU Beautiful football sign. is that big, the big Y that's uh, kind of in the side of the hill here, side of the mountain. I should call it a hill. It's a mountain here. That's a beautiful sign. That was one of my favorite things growing up, coming from central Arkansas to northwest Arkansas. Seeing that sign, even though I knew we were a long way away, it was uh, something I cherished as a, as a kid growing up. That was a lot of fun. All right, so Football Friday, as Tommy mentioned, some great games this weekend. Top 25 matchups galore. Let's start with the big one. That's going on at the same time as your game, Alabama at Tennessee. Tennessee is a seven-point underdog in this one. Still don't know the status, 100% of Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young, if he's going to play in Knoxville or not. Tommy, your you're kind of read on this game if he's a no-go. Well, I'm just surprised that Nick Saban hadn't told us exactly what he's going to do with the quarterbacks. I mean, that's just really unlike him to guard information in it. You know, that's just, you know, I, I, I just chuckled at some of the questions about that earlier this week. And I know last week he got fired up with the media about that. But, I mean, I guess I'm the optimist to think he's going. I think, I think if he plays, I think Alabama wins this game by 10 to 14 points. If he doesn't play, I think Tennessee's going to – kind of like Arkansas did, going to regret, and like A&M does right now, regret missing your chance to take down college football and the SEC football's king. Does the SEC need Tennessee to win tomorrow? Do they need a shakeup? Is Greg Sankey content with seeing Alabama and Georgia and Atlanta again this year? Well, do you trust Tennessee to beat Georgia? I think that would be a hard yes. I mean, that would be very hard to say, yeah, they can – do that by saying to they, Athens too, you know, because what you don't want if you're the and you ask from the SEC perspective, well, you want you want an opportunity to have two teams in the current format of four teams. Do you trust Vanderbilt? I mean, do you trust Tennessee the rest of the way to do that? And that's you know, that, that's a big ask. They got Kentucky to play. They got you know, as you mentioned, at Athens trip to South Carolina and a trip to Vanderbilt at the end of the year. I mean, it seems like a path they could navigate other than the Georgia game. You know, could they get in there as a one-loss team? Perhaps. This would boost their chances. They win this game, they win one of these two, and win the rest of them, and maybe they miss out. And maybe, 
you know, maybe you uh, lose to Bama but beat Georgia, then you got to play Bama again. You know, Tennessee, by winning one of those two games, is going to be a college football playoff contender, no question. I think they'd be in if you had a scenario as it shook out like this where Tennessee beats Bama tomorrow and then Alabama wins out, go to the SEC championship, but falls to Georgia. Georgia would obviously go as an undefeated SEC team, but I think Tennessee would sneak in there if their only loss was to Georgia. It's a very possible scenario. You've laid out this formula before where oftentimes not making the SEC championship and just sitting there watching it play out is sometimes a better scenario than going and actually losing. So winning this weekend, I think it's vital for Tennessee, even if they lost in Athens in a couple weeks, Tommy. I still think they'd have a great shot to make the college football play. But honestly, I want some new blood from the SEC. We've seen LSU do it. We've seen Auburn come close. I wouldn't mind seeing, and some of y'all hate Tennessee, and I get it, but I wouldn't mind seeing Josh Heupel and company somehow, some way, wind up in the college football playoff. Well, it's a huge game matchup of by by both polls accounts. At least, you know, at minimum, two top eight teams, uh, two top six teams by the other polls by one of the polls estimates. So, um, I would love for Tennessee to win this game. I don't think they will. I don't. Well, you know, we're gonna find out if Heupel and you know this this university is ready to get back to prime time. They yep. once were the standard bearer. Are they ready to get back to prime time? Well, if you're ready to be on that shelf, you got to win a game like this at home. Other games going on. We'll stay within the SEC and we'll venture outside in just a sec. Mississippi State at Kentucky, Tommy. Another ranked matchup. No Will Levis for the Big Blue Nation, unless there's an updated report that I haven't seen. Rodgers and company walking in as four-point favorites. I think this is another great for Mississippi State. Post-Georgia this season, this could be – they go as two pretty solid SEC East teams, or they play solid SEC East teams. Another great marquee win that they could put on their resume. You know, you know, we're talking about playoff situations, and you look at the one loss was at LSU, and you look at what the, the schedule is the rest of the way. Like you said, they go to Bama and they play Georgia. You win those games, and that's a huge if with Mississippi State, but you're a playoff team. I mean, uh, you just you just are. Then you got Ole Miss too, so let's not sleep on them because right now they're a, they're a top ten football team. So State, even though they have one loss, I, they still have the schedule in front of them, in my opinion, tied to, to get to the playoff. And we're kind of getting to that point as we're halfway through October talking about playoff scenarios. It's, it's here halfway through the season. Got another top ten matchup. This is outside the Southeastern Conference. Penn State going to Ann Arbor to take on Michigan. I know who our former Morning Rush producer, David Fuchs, is cheering for the Lions. Interest in this game once at 11 o'clock on Fox. Well, it gives you some of the early wave to watch uh, that's that's meaningful. I mean, I think the, the biggest games are obviously for us in the, the mid-afternoon window. But, uh, yeah, it's a big game. It's two brand names in college football. And for Michigan, it's a huge game because, again, we're talking about playoff scenarios. This is a game they've got to win to get there. Other SEC games, Florida hosting LSU. Florida is two-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. The Gators – the Gators have what it takes to beat a mid-tier LSU team. And, again, this is a battle of first-year coaches, Brian Kelly, Billy Napier. We saw Napier get a big win against Utah earlier this year. I know this LSU-Florida game is always fun. How do you see this one playing out? I think it's a bigger game for LSU, has, who has one loss. They're 2-1 and one in the league. Florida's already 1-2. and two. The likelihood of them winning and getting to the SEC championship is very minimal. But, you know, LSU – 
you know, could st- still has a path to get there. So I think if LSU wants to continue to kind of be in the hunt, I mean, they, they, this is a game they've got to win. I think LSU goes to Florida and wins. We talked about the Brian Harson debacle going on in Auburn, Alabama right now. They go to Ole Miss. Is this his final game as Auburn's head coach? Does Ole Miss route him tomorrow and he's off his off on his on his way? I think those are two separate things. We got to quit thinking that one has. I mean, yes, the losses are why you're getting fired. I, I understand that, but um, we we think that after every loss, he's he's done. And I keep coming back to, well, who's actually going to fire him? You know, <laughs> they don't have an AD. They got an interim in place. It's it's not strong. They've got you know you have got a leadership problem there so you you can make it a whole lot worse by not having a good plan in place so i i don't know whether they're not going to fire him you know after a loss to Ole miss and yes i do think Ole miss will win and probably win convincingly tommy help me with the old jeff long brett bielema and mm-hmm. then also chad morris timeline julie cromer peoples was the one that let chad morris go correct jeff long had already been let go no, to that point. Brett Bielema go. So you had Jeff Long get fired, uh, dismissed by the board about two weeks ahead of that Missouri game. And then so you had an interim AD, which was you mentioned Julie Cromer's peoples. And then yeah. and then following the, I mean, basically before Coach could even get into the interview room, before he left the field almost, um, he was informed he would not be retained following the game. That's and then ultimately, you know, just a few weeks later, Chad Morris was brought in. And and, you know, like, and, and like they, his announcement and Hunter Yurchek's announcements were within like 24 hours of each other. Hunter, I don't think had a thing to do with that hire. That no, was a lame duck situation. He had to put his he had to put a stamp of approval behind something that he probably had no clue yeah. about. And I and I felt I remember sitting there seeing and watching that play out, and I'm like, this guy has no he has zero zilch clue about this head football coach that he has to basically put his name to. Now, Sam, whether or not it wasn't his first guy, but now Sam is technically his guy because he's the one that hired him. But, yeah, that was a – I mean, that's not that's an easy thing. Well, to boss, to just all of a sudden have to shove your support behind someone you didn't hire. Well, and, and that's what we're talking about at Auburn. You know, that that's, that's where we began here. The conversation is do you learn something from – one, you know, Arkansas is not the only school that's ever been through that. But when you've got a, a transition in leadership, that might not be the, the way to do it. There's an order to how you do it. And uh, Auburn needs to think about that before they just, you know, pop off and, and fire harsh. And I understand the recruiting side of it. I understand the early signing period. But, uh, you know, the, there's worse things than leaving kind of the, the ship without a captain at all. And that's exactly what you could be looking at here. We are live at Wheels RV in Springdale this morning. They got their second annual Wheels RV amateur barbecue rib competition. They've teamed up with a bunch of different other businesses. Danny Man Hair Products, Heartland Honda, Right Choice Outdoor, Clay Maxi, Ozark Mountain Trading Company, and they have also face painting here as well. If you haven't stopped by, Tommy and I do want to share an announcement with you that Tommy spoke on yesterday on halftime. We'll do that coming up in just a sec. High 39 degrees in Fayetteville right now. The low was 37. And uh, there's no better time to be in the hot tub than this time of the morning, uh, especially when it doesn't get daylight quite yet. You know, it's, it, that's the perfect day. Sunrise is 722 this morning. Man, I'm, I'm an early riser, as you know, doing this. 
a hot tub from Burton's. Getting out there in your hot spring spots, a great way to start your day. It's a great way to end the day, particularly on a clear night where you can see all the stars. Right now, they're up to $4,900 off at Burton's, and with your good credit payments as low as $80 a month. It's the warehouse sale. It's the biggest sale of the year for Burton's, kind of preseason for hot tubs, and they have them in stock. That's the key. You may have been there uh, you know, through COVID, and it was – a five- or six- or seven-month wait to get the one you wanted. Well, not anymore. They've got a warehouse full of them at Burton Pools and Spas. Springdale and Fort Smith and online at BurtonPools.com. Burton Pools and Spas, they are your source for backyard fun. You mentioned an announcement. If you were listening yesterday, uh, Matty T's in there with us this morning. Matty, thank you. He produces Halftime. Halftime's got a big change coming. As uh, some of you know that listen to this show and, and all of you that listen to Halftime, and hopefully you listen to both uh, – Drew left uh, a week ago today. It was his final show, and we've got a new co-host announced that uh, will join our team here at ESPN Arkansas, and it's a name you're all familiar with, uh, former star quarterback, uh, former basketball player, and Arkansas native Matt Jones uh, has joined the team here at, here at ESPN Arkansas. In fact, I think he's going to stop in today for a little bit, kind of get his bearings and have a chat with Phil about the game this weekend. and. Monday will be his first full show and full day with us. And, uh, hey, that's big news. I'm, I'm excited to have Matt around the building. And uh, he'll bring a perspective, guys, that, uh, well, I mean, we, you know, you just can't you can't uh, duplicate because he, he's played the position. Uh, he's played it at a very high level. He's played in the NFL. He'll have a perspective on things. And his ability to also talk basketball is going to be exciting with a fun basketball season ahead, Ty. Matt, uh, he's a really nice guy. I've had a chance to talk with him a few times, and he also loves what's kind of funny now. He's a big golf and and soccer guy. It's I, I find I find that really entertaining. He loves talking to him some soccer and golf. So this is a guy that's multidimensional. You mentioned his NFL and college background. That's going to bring something to our team that I don't think we necessarily have at this point in time, and it's going to be a huge addition. Maddie, you worked with him before. You love him too, man. I did. You know, honestly, uh, I was a little upset. It's like, oh, man, I'm not going to have Drew to sit across and talk to. It's like, uh, how could you possibly replace him? Then uh, here, uh, Matt Jones. All right, we can, we can replace him. So, no, I'm pretty excited. I did I did have the opportunity to work with Matt before a few years ago and hung, hung out with him a couple of times, and he's a great guy. So I, I couldn't be more excited to be able to have him sit Act across someti- from me. Every day. Sometimes you, athletes you, you, off the aren't cool. Matt is not one of those dudes. He does not fall into that category. If I didn't know he was a uh, kind of a celebrity in Arkansas because of the football, you'd never know. He's just just your average guy. He is the most. Hum- he's one of the most humble guys that I've ever met, and he's still mad about 4 against Texas at home. Of all the great accomplishment, of all the great plays that he has made throughout his career. The only thing that I've seen him kind of push one way or another, get ex- get excited or angry about, is what happened against the Longhorns and Hope. That still eats at him to this day, and that's why you love him, because he hates Texas like we all do. Yeah, so, hey, we're excited to have uh, Matt on the team, and you can hear, uh, I'm not sure what time he's going to be on today. I think he's supposed uh, to be on with the last hour. Starting at 1 p.m., you down. should hear Matt Jones uh, on his new show. Okay, so uh, Matt Jones joining our team. He'll be making some stops uh, along the way with some uh, some other places and uh, uh, be be visiting with the guys in the afternoon. You'll hear him on some of our podcasts from time to time. And heck, Ty, we may when the World Cup gets around, we may have to have you and Matt do a, do a soccer podcast during the World Cup or something. Yeah, we'll see if the U.S. is going to do anything. I hope they no, can. Uh, Christian Pulisic 
well, hey, listen, I, I love I love you, but I, I'm not necessarily going to trust your soccer not So no, I come, no, I, I've talked to well, no one. I know people that know soccer far better than you. Yeah. No one's telling me no, that they're the not U.S. Com- is going to do anything good this year. Whatsoever, so. and, and they shouldn't be. We haven't done anything in the World Cup in quite some time. You do have one of the bright young stars in the game. That's Christian Pulisic. It is weird. I wish they would have done this summer, but it's too stinking hot. That's why they're doing it. And it's in Cutter. I don't know how Cutter got the World Cup. Hey, the good thing is, if you are a soccer fan, we're getting the World Cup in 2026. So North America and Mexico and I think I guess Canada. So that'll be pretty good. I think uh, Dallas and Nashville are going to be the closest destinations that the U.S. will be playing in. But back to football. So Matt's going to come on, give us some insight that we haven't necessarily had on ESPN Arkansas and hitthatline.com before. And I was talking to him a little bit about – K.J. Jefferson, I guess this would have been a year or so ago and kind of the dynamics that they shared and kind of back to what K.J. brings to the table this afternoon. We were speaking to confidence. I, I just think red zone, Tommy, I mean, you had chances in the zone that I don't know if they represent the difference in the game, but it sure as heck didn't help you when you lost in Starkville last week. Well, it's it's demoralizing when you do all that work to get to the goal line. I mean, Go back to the stat sheet. We, we've talked about this throughout the week that, you know, Arkansas got 500 yards offense, you know, and had, had, had the ground game with, what, 240 or 50, and then the passing game about the same yards. They could move it. They just got to the goal line twice and got nothing for it. And uh, you lose momentum. You, you know, it, it just demoralizes all three units on your, your football team. So you can't lose – you can't get to the goal line, turn it over, or fail to punch it in. And – um, you know, we, we've just seen that consistently to be too big an issue for this team. So hopefully KJ being back uh, will will uh, will alleviate some of that problem. That's exactly what you got to have. You're going to win here at, here in Provo. You mentioned turning the ball over, Tommy. They have not turned the ball over. Speaking of BYU, only two turnovers in Jaron Hall's thrown two interceptions. Now he's dealing with kind of a shoulder injury. I don't know if it was that he suffered it during the game game or if it was before. Something else tomorrow. We've been speaking to KJ's health this week, but watch Jaron Hall and, and and his health because he is there. He's the gas that makes their engine go. So if he's not a hundred percent, maybe that offense isn't as potent as it's been at times this season. Yeah, they haven't lost a fumble yet this year. They've had five passes intercepted. Their turnover margin is less than one and twenty uh, seventh nationally. So you're exactly right. They're, this is a team that takes care of the football. Arkansas is just. Uh, you can't give these guys any gifts because you're not going to get one back from them, as as the numbers say. But every game's different. We'll see if Arkansas can put some pressure. Arkansas had their chances last week uh, with some interceptions, and the, you know, just failed to hold on to them. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe they'll have a chance. Maybe Hall will make some mistakes, and and you can actually uh, kind of right the ship as far as turnovers because it's been a while since Arkansas has produced one. Our number is 877-377-6963. I'm live at Wheels RV in Springdale. Tommy is in Provo, Utah, and Jimmy is in Conway. Good morning, Jimmy. Top of the morning to you, fellas. Good morning. Hey, kudos to Matt Jones for coming back on the radio. But I I hope and pray you're not going to go to soccer talk because your ratings will tank. Plummet. Yeah. That's probably why he's not on the air in Little Rock anymore, because he's talking about soccer too much. <laughs> Just a thought. See you guys. He will not uh, – Matt will touch well, on That changes football. everything. That's exactly Basketball. why we were bringing him on. Yeah. 
He'll talk football, basketball, Jimmy. We'll occasionally get into some soccer stuff, but it'd be very, very rare. We know what our audience likes. If we didn't, we wouldn't be talking Razorbacks 24-7. Yeah. That's why Tommy's built this thing as it is. I think that this thing's been around, what, 17, 18 Tw- years now? 20 years. 20 we, years. We put ESPN Radio on on 96.3 July of 02. It's been around a little more than 20 years, so... Jimmy, don't worry. We're not going to be talking soccer. I, we, we, we got it figured out, I hope. You know, right. We act like we do. So We appearance and perception that we do. We wouldn't be able to go talk and go get mad if we didn't have the, the, the listeners that we've been able to generate over the years in, in a variety of different ways, not just on radio, but on hitthatline.com. Yeah, so. Hey, we're brought to you by Arvest Bank. They're ready to help you, whether you're uh, needing a personal checking account or whether uh, you're needing uh, some help with, with treasury management for your business, uh, better ways of, de- of processing deposits, company credit cards or personal credit cards, mortgage loans and mortgage services for, for home or work. Arvest Bank is there for you. And they have been since 1961. They're committed to putting the needs of customers first. They started out as the Bank of Bentonville back in 1961. And ever since then, for more than 60 years, they've maintained a customer-first philosophy with Arvest Bank. I've banked there my, my entire life. And I think uh, if you're looking for a new banking home or maybe you just need a commercial loan or you need to find out what the most competitive CD rates are, Arvest Bank is there for you. The, star, the Arvest Bank, always ready to help. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. So we do have some good NFL games this weekend, too. We've talked about the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs and the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Tommy, what is the best game that you look forward to each week that's not the Arkansas Razorbacks? Is it NFL Sunday night? Is it CBS 230? What is the game that you tell Laura and the kids to shove it? You're sitting in front of the couch. I don't care what's going on. What's the game you're watching each week? Well. I never tell my wife to shove it that I'm, you know, that you know, I always put her ahead of football unless Alabama's playing Tennessee this week and it's top eight matchup. I hate that game's at two thirty. It's usually the other big SEC game that's most important to me. I mean, the NFL, I can take or leave it. If the Cowboys are really good, I'll jump on the bandwagon like a lot of people and watch. I keep it on and kind of around, but it's not appointment TV. I'm not going to center my day around it on Sundays. Uh, college football's AI. You know, I do that, and uh, I've went to more games in person this year than I have in several years, and I've missed sitting in front of the TV watching two games at one time, flipping back and forth, trying to keep up with everything. But I really hate that I, uh, you know, I love being in Provo, but I'm like uh, like you were last year. I'm going to have that, that Bama-Tennessee game up on a, my laptop or something. I, I hope they have it on in the press box at, uh, at the stadium, at LaBelle Edwards Stadium, because uh, – that's going to be one that I think everybody wants a, wants a little piece of. So, Hey, our friends at APAC Arcola, they're looking for people to join their team right now. If you got uh, experience driving heavy equipment, you got experience uh, working in a quarry, you got paving uh, experience, whether it's concrete or asphalt, you're an electrician, they got a, a variety of opportunities there for them. Go to jobs.crh.com and check it out. Uh, you can use the map. It's an easy tool to figure it out. They pay great. Sign-on bonus, benefits including insurance, retirement, profit sharing, and they need people all over our listing area. Boone, Marion, Baxter, Washington, uh, Benton counties right now need people to go to work with the great people at APAC Arcola. That's jobs.crh.com. APAC Arcola is an equal opportunity employer. All right, hour two is coming up here on a football Friday. Stay with us. 
No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $150,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code HTL at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. NoHouseAdvantage.com. Promo code HTL. You're listening to the Bud Light Next Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light Next is for the next era of beer drinkers with zero carbs and only 80 calories. RV Amateur Barbecue Ribs Competition. Under dry rib, dry rub, seven seven three seven six nine six. Are very passionate about Tommy. Well, when it comes to ribs, the question—if you didn't hear all of Ty's uh, question there—is dry rub or or wet when it comes to to ribs. Which, which way do you prefer? I I I am of the opinion if you smoke them right, you get the right amount of smoke. We're saying this because we're at wheels. They're having the second annual barbecue rib cook-off tomorrow. You can win $1,000 if you think you can cook the best ribs at Will's RV. Just come on out, and it's free to enter. Uh, I've always been – I have not been a dry rub guy. I mean, I can eat Memphis-style ribs because they're very delicious. But to me, if you smoke them right, you got the right rub kind of going on while you're smoking them, I don't need to add that extra that's that's kind of on top of it. So – to me, I'm I'm not as much a dry rub guy. I don't even like a whole lot of sauce with my ribs. I like that smoke flavor to kind of be the more dominant flavor when I'm eating ribs. Maddie, how do you like your ribs? Um, usually I'm more of a sauce guy. You like this more Kansas City style, so uh, I mean I think that's a good way to to go with it. I, I like to when I when I smoke ribs, you know, I'll start by putting a little mustard binder on them. Then put the uh, then put whatever rub I'm using that particular day, and it's kind of like cooking chili. There's no recipe that's the same twice for me. And I I have I have always been a four hour cook guy. Or I used to do the three two one method. Let me back up. You'd smoke them for three, you'd wrap them for two, then you'd come back and you'd sauce them for an hour, and they were just too. T- I mean, so how, how can they be too tender? Ribs that fall off the bone to me are overcooked. So. I've backed it up. I cook them for just about four hours anymore, and I think they're a lot better that way. So four hours is about 250, good to go. So, you, Ty, do you like the dry rub, or are you more of a sauce guy? I heard him we're there for a get, second. Yeah, I thought I thought I did too. So I was, uh, we're trying to get Ty reconnected. Uh, live radio sometimes riddled with uh, with technical issues. Maddie, you may have to hit that, uh, that button for us here in just a minute. Where, uh, that's your Morning Rush Daily Question. 
Uh, brought to you by Red River Dodge. Red River Dodge in Heber Springs, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer. Log on at redriverdodge.com. Hit it, Matty. So, unfortunately, Ty set me up that he was going to play it. Now uh, I'm looking at the button bar wondering what the heck I'm supposed to hit. There's, oh, that I don't even know if we're on this. Baxter, oh, it's, that it's the wrong Baxter page. Regional. It's probably okay. the wrong Okay, Baxter. It's on the button bar Sorry. there. Mm-hmm. This is what uh, happens when uh, Sorry, Ty, we had a plan, and then... <laughs> oh, there it is. I found it. Everybody, hey, hooray, I've been doing this for years. <laughs> there you go. This hour of Chuck Barrett on the Morning Rush hey. is presented by Baxter Health. Compassionate care beyond measure. I want to take a minute uh, for those that listen, you know, regularly. You probably noticed Chuck's been away uh, on Wednesday. He was supposed to be back with us this morning, and uh, there's good reason he's not here. His his mother, Patricia Patricia Barrett, passed away earlier this week uh, at the age of 91. So, our thoughts are with Chuck. He's uh, making you know made all the arrangements. The service is going to be next week, and uh, he'll be with uh, he'll be with his broadcast team in Provo. Uh, team will travel later today, so Chuck just not able to be with us this morning uh, due to that, and I think it's understandable why. And uh, he's he's planning to be back here with us on Monday. So uh, our thoughts are with Chuck and his family right now at the uh, the passing of his mom uh, earlier this week. So that leads us into uh, our, our kind of our discussion about the game and uh, kind of where we're at and Jaron Hall, their quarterback. Uh, and kind of where he's going to be in this game. And I think it is a, a lot of questions around the quarterbacks and K.J. Jefferson and um, how's he going to do upon his return. Everything's assuming he's getting back, and there's no reason to not think that or believe that based on what Coach Pittman has said throughout the uh, the course of the week. Arkansas needs that steadying hand right now, and K.J.'s that. I mean, but what has to happen, in my opinion, with this offense moving forward? You know who the quarterback is. There's no question it's K.J. Jefferson. There are multiple answers with your running backs, but it is clearly Rocket Sanders that is your leading running back, your premier rusher on this team. And the stat sheet bears that out. He's got nearly 700 yards at 695. K.J.'s actually the number two rusher on this team. A.J. Green's the the next closest as far as the running backs go. The issue to me that it hopefully can get identified, and Coach has talked about this, being too one-dimensional, being too reliant on the ground game, who at wide receiver can become the premier wide receiver? I don't know that it's going to happen, honestly, with six games already under your belt. You're going to be seven games in by Saturday. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood's been the closest statistically, but I don't think anyone, you know, if we went out here and found 100 Razorback fans and said, who's the premier wide receiver? Who's the number one wide receiver on this team? You're going to get a variety of answers. I think with quarterback and running back, you're, you know, we, we're pretty settled, pretty solid there. But if you're going to become less one-dimensional, part of the problem with the passing game is, you know, the questions come up, how much does this team miss Traylon Burks? Well, you're always going to miss someone that's a, a talent like Burks. Um, you know, the, the issue right now is you, you've not reestablished. You're not going to replace Burks with someone at that level, but who can take over as the go-to guy? Who can KJ rely on the most? And that, that question's yet to be answered. You, you know, you thought you had a couple of, uh, couple of prospects with you know, the transfer portal with Landers, with Hazelwood coming over. Ty, you're uh, back with us. That, 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 to me, is the thing I want to see when leaving Provo is, you know, you're not going to answer the question fully, and that's not going to happen in one game. But by the end of this season, you want to say, all right, starting in Provo, that's that's where the question began to get answered, and it was Hazelwood or it was Matt Landers. I mean, you got Rocket Sanders right now who's caught 14 passes. That's the third most on this team. 
Ty, that, that to me is where the problem with his offense being too one-dimensional. You have to begin there solving the question, solving well, the problem. Jaden's dealing with that sprained AC joint. That's why he was going off the field against Mississippi State and Starkville. Matt Landers has disappeared the last couple of games. I don't know if that's on the quarterbacks not throwing the ball, him not getting open, right reads. Keytron had a pretty good two games. He had the touchdown against A&M and the touchdown against Alabama and then not so much against Mississippi State. So, yeah, I mean – I think when it comes to this question, Tommy, the, the the hope was the confidence that you started to feel in the fall leading up to the season was going to become true. But I think some of us, and rightly so, still had reservations if this wide receiver court could do it against SEC teams, and they haven't done it consistently enough. And this isn't an SEC opponent, but it's still a quality football team. You know, Warren Thompson's in his senior season. Jaden Hazelwood's a redshirt junior. Matt Landers is a senior. you got to find some guys like Keetron Jackson and maybe some of these young freshmen who hadn't had their chance, like Isaiah Satania or McAdoo or, you know, uh, Mbake. Some of these guys are, are the future of the position. But s- something, you know, to me, if you're going to fix this one-dimensional issue, it's not just on KJ, who, yes, can he become more accurate? Absolutely. But, uh you know, you've got to find somebody that can get open. And I think that's the, the, the problem with these wide receivers when you just kind of look at the, the sum of six games. Ty, they struggle, to, they struggle to get open. You remember longest yard when that practicing Paul Cruz played by Adam Sandler's looking around and there's no one to throw the football to? <laughs> and Chris Rock's like, dude, we got to get you some wide receivers. Arkansas is not exactly in that situation, but – they're in a situation where I don't think KJ is 100% comfortable. Like, guys aren't always open, Tommy. You've got SEC, and again, you're not playing an SEC team, but when you play SEC cornerbacks, guys aren't always open. You throw it to an open spot and hope they make a play. I haven't seen many throws this season like I did last year where KJ said, you know what, screw it. Traylon's there. I'm going to throw him the football. He hasn't done that with Matt. He did it once with Jaden in that double coverage situation in the Cincinnati game, and Jane went up and made a play. But outside of that throw, guys, can y'all think of a, a point this season where KJ's like just slung it, didn't care, it's like my guy's going to make a play? Because I sure heck can't. Well, and that's because you got a quarterback that if, if all else fails, he can run the ball. You know, we saw was it uh, was it at – I guess it was against uh, – was it the Cincy game or the South Carolina game? It's it's all running together at this point halfway through where the third nine play where he uh, he just ran it back up the middle, had the field spread out, everyone was downfield, nobody was open, he took off and got you the first down. Um, you know, he, he, can, he can do that. A lot of other quarterbacks, some can, some can't. Um, he, he believes and trusts in his legs. Now, you know, KJ's got more than 1,000 yards of passing, almost 1,100. He'll break 1,100 probably on his first pass completion here in Provo, but – you know, you look at this passing offense, statistically, they're 84th in the country, they're ninth in the league, 228 yards a game. Those numbers, while not great, aren't hor- horrible um, because this is a run-first team. But to me, it's it's not so much about the numbers as it is who's going to get that defensive attention. We saw what that value was with Burks last year. You don't have anyone bringing that to the table this year is, in my estimate, the, the one of the issues of why you're so one-dimensional. Yeah, and when you have – when people th- – think about what Eric Musselman used to say about Isaiah, Isaiah Joe. Isaiah might not be having the best game, but he took so much pressure off of other guys because the offense was just playing four-on-four because four, someone always had to be on Isaiah's hip. 
because they knew how prolific of a score he was. Traylon could be playing last year, maybe not having his best game for a quarter, two quarters, but you still had to bracket him. You still had to account for him. And if you're a defensive coordinator, this year, you don't have to do that with any particular Arkansas wide receiver, and that is basically you play man-up football in this situation where it's just not the same thing. The Morning Rush brought to you by Baxter Health. We'll tell you more about them coming up. Here's one thing that has come up in conversation throughout the week. Should Bryce Stevens be more of the equation? Now, are, are we overreacting to, to one play? Now, it's not just one play with him. It, he's mainly been on special teams making a bigger impact. But, you know, last week at Starkville, while you didn't win the game, it was a it was a, a, uh, a momentum-changing play on that catch that he made and showed some speed on the, uh, the pass from Hornsby. And that's some evidence that people are using that why Hornsby maybe should play more and why maybe Bryce Stevens should play more. Ty, should Bryce Stevens be getting more looks at a, as a wide receiver and not just being more of a return specialist on uh, special teams? Well, everyone sees that 50-plus yard touchdown, and they're like, Bryce should get more PT. They see the kicker turn. It's like, why is this guy not playing more wide receiver? But we don't know what he's doing in – pass block or shoot run blocking situations we don't know we're not watching him all the time and in plays where oh he he should have gone this spot but he went another spot so when when you play and it was a it was game changing play people times put too much stock into that so that would be a better question for Kenny Guy and is he doing the other little things right that deserves some more to PT and if that's the case then absolutely Tommy he should see more of it yeah so I mean I think you, you stop and look at some of the guys that are the future of the wide receiver position and you know kj's you know i think in a lot of people's opinion probably going to have another season here who are going to be those pass catchers next year and i think some of these younger guys are you know they're going to be here beyond kj and, and going to be what makes the next quarterback whether that's malik or whether that's Renfro, who's we haven't seen anything out of who's getting through surgery or someone that's not even on uh, campus yet uh, I think in the end, the, the final equation, you're going to see some of these young names uh, that we haven't seen much of yet be the future of that position. But, you know, you're worried about getting through these last, you know, the, this last half of the season and figuring out how to make the most out of it. You know, to really get where you want to be this this last half of the season, this is a big win uh, that you got to have in Provo. And I think you got to have somebody, um, you know, take some of the pressure off the running game by being a real threat on the outside. Hey, have you heard Baxter Regional Medical Center is now Baptist or now Baxter Health when it comes to to health and healing. There's no place like home. And at Baxter Health, they provide compassionate care beyond measure. It's their mission because they feel like home is where healing happens. Uh, we all feel better when we're at home and in our own bed when we don't feel well. That's what Baxter Health wants to uh, create for you. Baxter Health is a Magnet recognized healthcare facility, a wide variety of specialized care, including neurosurgery, cardiothoracic surgery, interventional cardiology, including their TAVR procedures, urology. They got a comprehensive women's health program, orthopedics, infectious disease, and pain management. So, Baxter Health has always uh, been there for family medicine physical therapy. They've got clinics for that. In fact, throughout the 11 counties in Arkansas and Missouri that they serve, they are there to help take care of you. To find out more, go to BaxterHealth.org. It's now BaxterHealth.org. Baxter Health, compassionate care beyond measure. Tommy, you're talking about the wide receivers. Do you see K.J. airing it out a little bit more this game? If they can 
get whatever they want running the football? Could that bring safeties down in the box and put Arkansas in some situations where they can go deeper maybe than they have in points and do a little bit more of what they did last year? Well, I think you got to see how BYU is going to play, but I think you've got to you've got to make it known early that you know, by sending Landers, even if you don't throw, sometimes just sending them out. You know, when you're going to got a plan run, that doesn't always have the time to develop. But I think you got to show some things early and some early looks to to put those guys in route at, at a minimum. But yeah, you'd like to take some shots early to maybe loosen up that defense. Hopefully, you can complete some of those, and that'll you know change the psychology of the game. Here's the thing about this game. You need to set yourself up for the back end of your schedule. You're six games in. You've got six the rest of the way. Everyone knows we need to get to the bye week this week. Well, you win this, you're above 500. Got a little time to rest before you travel to Auburn. They're in shambles right now. They're probably going to get beaten Oxford this weekend. And then you play Liberty at home. You have three straight home games with Liberty, LSU, and Ole Miss. Ole Miss probably the best of those three teams. And you back in your season with Missouri. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the back in the schedule is going to be a walk in the park, but let's just be honest. It's not the same. You don't have the same teams that you played on the front end, especially the likes of Alabama and Mississippi State, that you probably do as you do on the back end, Tommy. Yeah, I mean, it. I, I just think it, what's interesting about this is, I mean, Sam Pittman still hadn't lost a game he was absolutely supposed to win. I mean, Arkansas's had games they were favored, but, you know, there's not been a non-conference game like we saw riddled through the Chad Morris era where you were just losing games that nobody thought you'd lose. Mississippi State, you know, certainly <laughs> wasn't one of those games everybody was expecting you to win. So uh, while you plan to win every game, you know, I think you, you get the drift. So, But this is the first big rough patch that, that Sam's had to deal with. I know it was 3-7, and seven, but that was a COVID year. Everyone's expectations have been recalibrated during that year. Then – it really became a year of, uh, you know, that, that I think exceeded everybody's expectations last year. This is really the, it's not a crisis, but this is the first moment we're watching Sam, you know, kind of go through this. And I know there was a three-game losing streak. And we got to remember this three-game losing streak also includes a loss to, to Alabama in it. I think it's interesting to just hear how Coach Pittman's talking, how he handles his team. I, I think they're going to win tomorrow because I just think this is the kind of moment where his leadership takes over his football team. He instills that confidence, and there's really no reason for anyone to let go of the rope. And, um, you know, this isn't a spot where jobs are on the line. This isn't where, hey, you lose this game, they're going to make changes in the coaching staff. I don't think any of that's uh, where we're at. And, uh, you know, for, for to suggest otherwise I think is just – you know, really maybe overreacting a little bit to the fact that it's three games in a row and it could become four. And I want to bring up something else here. You're paying your coordinators a lot of money, and we've talked a lot of Sam Pittman to this point this week, and I'm not going to tell you that Kendall Bryles and Barry Odom are blameless. I'm also not also going to put all this weight on them too because I think it's you can put it on a lot of different teams. But this is where you earn your money, guys. I mean, yep. you guys have gotten raises. You're all making good money. I mean – you got some we, – we kept talking about in the offseason. Kendall Bryles never had a starting quarterback return in his time as offensive coordinator. Barry Odom, we've seen what he's done against certain teams and and just ripped them apart offensively, even though they were torching other teams. Guys, if you're, if you're looking at your two coordinators, this is where they make their money on the back end of the season and prove that they're worth what you're paying them. I mean, you're paying them a lot of money. Let's see some results on this back end of the year. Yeah, I, you know – I still think, you know, when I talk about Barry Odom and think about that as 
what decisions can he make right now, particularly in that secondary? And some would say, well, Graf, last week he should have put more pressure. Perhaps. Um, you know, I think that's a, a reasonable argument. But I also wonder, one less in the secondary, how are you going to do covering a, a pass-first team like Mississippi State? I just don't think Barry Odom has nearly the options that we'd like to think he does. You can say, well, recruit better, evaluate better. Hey, I get all that, but there's no time for recruiting anybody at this moment. Got to yeah. fix this problem. One of the things they're doing, bringing him from downstairs to be able to look players in the eye, to deal with them hands-on on the sideline. So we'll see if that makes any difference this week in Provo. I don't think that's going to be the difference in winning or losing as the coordinator being out of the box, but I do think it's the, the right move from being able to calm things on the sideline when, when adversity hits. So I'll uh, – I'll be interested to see how that goes tomorrow, but I don't think that's the, the point that wins you or loses you the ball game is where Barry Odom watches the game from. And BYU is going to do a lot of different things. We knew that the air raid was coming from Mike Leach, and you had success against it the past two years, not this year in Starkville. What I think would be frustrating, I would probably be camped right alongside him, is if this continued not to work, this rush three, drop eight, and you refuse to get out of it. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. I think at some point, either Sam Pittman or Barry's just going to do it on his own. They're going to bring pressure and say, you know what, we don't have anything else to lose or we have nothing else to gain by just rushing three and dropping eight because it didn't work last week. Again, it's one of the better quarterbacks, probably the second-best quarterback you'll play all season. I know Dart's going to have something to say about that old Miss, but if this doesn't work, Tommy, they have to – you just got to – even if you don't think it's going to work, you've got to try something else. All right, it's Football Friday brought to you by QC Kinetics, 479-999-1234 is their number. If you've got joint pain in your shoulder, back, hips, or knees that's chronic, your doctor's told you surgery is the only option, long-term pain medication is, uh, is just not what you want to do, there's a better way, a way to use your own body's healing powers to heal your body. And QC Kinetics can show you how. 479-999-1234. I've had shoulder pain for years after picking up a piece of luggage on vacation once that was overweight <laughs> and my wife had loaded down. It's hurt ever since. They're using some of these healing powers and properties from my own body to heal my body. 479-999-1234. They can do the same for you. Hey, uh, tomorrow at Wheels RV, Ty, where you're at right now, five miles west of exit 72, they're going to have the big barbecue rib competition. $1,000 for the winner tomorrow. It's a free contest to enter and tons of other things going on there as well. And free admission to the general public where you have your opportunity to win a Traylon signed helmet, a Bell Beckham Jr. jersey. You've got several other things, including a kayak from Ozark Mountain Trading Company, paddles and accessory concluded, uh, valued at $1,500. So several prizes in addition to the competitors. You've got some general public prizes as well. In addition, Tommy, they've got a bunch of things going on. Bounce houses, axe throwing, face painting. This is a Saturday event that you want your whole family and your friends, as you said, to stack the ballot box for you so you can win the rib competition. Yeah, because yeah, the public's going to choose the winner on the rib competition. It's free for the public to get in. Everyone gets a vote. You get to try all the ribs. So, uh, and you get 1000 bucks if you want it. So uh, get by tomorrow here at Wheels RV, five miles west of exit 72. Enjoy some ribs. We'll have the game on for you. Uh, be a lot of fun. All right, our Fence Man Friday picks are coming up uh, here in just a bit. want to tell you about our friends at Gaston's White River Resort, our favorite place to hang out. In fact, these weekends where uh, the hogs are on the road or particularly next weekend when uh, you got the bye, 
it'd be a good time to get to Gaston's and enjoy the changing of the leaves. We're starting to see fall foliage pop out a little bit. These cooler mornings are uh, are really making you feel like fall is here. Boy, we need some rain. But uh, if you want to be near the water, uh, right now Gaston's is the place. Fishing has been great. You just go search Gaston's on Facebook. You'll see some pictures that their expert guides have helped others that have stayed at Gaston's, um, you know, get that fish of a lifetime. Big tiger trout I saw earlier this week. But those trophy browns and rainbows, we know they're there in the white. I mean, they just always have been. And uh, you can always count on a great fishing trip when you started at Gaston's. 870-431-5202. Or go to Gaston's.com to see all the accommodations and options you got. Gaston's White River Resort. A first-class time. Every time. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas-owned. Arkansas-operated. GoPascal.com. Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. of the Morning Rush brought to you by QC Kinetics. We are live not only in Provo where Tommy's at, but I'm at Wheels RV this morning. They've got their second annual barbecue rib competition, and this is a chance to prove yourself. They've already got 20 competitors, free admission for the competitors, Republic. There are celebrity judges, free beer, $1,000 cash first prize. Tasting begins at 2 o'clock sharp. Competitors can start getting here at 4 a.m. Bounce houses, axe throwing, face painting, Tommy. I know you're having a good time in Provo, but if you weren't there, this is the place to be at, man. Man, you invite me to uh, you invite me to eat ribs, I'm there. And, uh, you know, this is the cool thing is you go to a lot of barbecue competitions, it costs you, you know, hundreds if not a 1000 bucks or more to enter. This is no, no cost at all to enter, and Wills is giving away the prize money. So... I mean, if you're, you know, if you know how to cook some ribs, you need to be over at Wheels, bring your team out, you know, rib rib cooks start early in the morning, you know, setting it up, getting your fire ready, and then, 
you know, four or five hours of good smoke on it. So uh, by the time you get them done, and then the public's going to judge it. So uh, you can load the ballot box up by bringing all your uh, bringing all your friends there for it. So it'll all be at Will's RV tomorrow. I am in Provo. We're getting ready for Arkansas and BYU. Was driving around yesterday. You go through Provo, you see the iconic Y for Brigham Young up on the the mountainside there. You you know that's one of the the things you think about when you think about uh, Provo and football and BYU. So that was that was neat to see. It is a football Friday. It's brought to you by QC Kinetics, guys. Four seven nine 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 one two three four. If you got chronic back pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, heal it with regenerative medicine using highly concentrated healing properties from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. At QC Kinetics, they're the nation's leader in exciting breakthrough, natural approaches to healing your joint pain. There's better ways than surgery, drugs, and downtime. It's QC Kinetics, 479-999-1234. That's 479-999-1234. This hour of Chuck Barrett on the Morning Rush is presented by Bradford Marine and ATV. Stop by any of their six statewide locations today or visit them online at bradfordmarine.com. And for those that uh, don't listen, uh, or for those that do listen, I should say, on a daily basis, you should notice that Chuck's not with us. He wasn't with us Wednesday. He's not here today. He'll he'll be back Monday. Uh, His mother passed away earlier this week, uh, Patricia Ann Barrett, and the age of 91. Well, she... She had a full life, and uh, our thoughts are with Chuck. He'll be back with us. He will be with the team. He is going to travel today with uh, uh, the team to Provo and and bring you the game tomorrow. But uh, as you can understand, and uh, a lot of us have been there, when you have the passing of a close family member, particularly a parent, there are so many things. Even even at the age of 91, there's a lot of things to, to take care of and, and just deal with, with all of that. So our thoughts are with Chuck. He'll be back with us Monday. And uh, – Say a little uh, prayer in your own in your own head, in your own mind there for Chuck and his family as uh, they're dealing with the loss of, of his mom. And I look forward to seeing him here in, in Provo maybe later tonight or certainly tomorrow at the game. You know, uh, Ty, this is a game where, you know, it feels like you, a must win in a lot of cases. This is not an SEC game, but it feels like a game you got to win just because you're, you're obviously headed in the wrong direction after losing three games in a row. So, Sam Pippen's been through this before, but, man, he gets to four games. This is kind of uncharted territory since the Chad Morris era, losing four in a row. Yeah, last year they lost three and then got UAPB at, in, in Arkansas. This year you lose three straight and you got to go to Provo, Utah. So a little different scenario. They got to win this football game. I've been saying it all week, and I'm not saying that there's fundamental problem. I mean, you just – uh, you can't afford to lose this game. You can't afford to walk into a bye under 500 with all the hype and and the things that you were, had said about this team this season, and then be sitting here seven games in at three and four. Four and three sounds a heck of a lot better than three and four. Just gonna have to wait and see to what happens at the conclusion of that game. Yeah. So, all right. This hour brought to you by Bradford Marine and ATV. I, I think it's it's run the ball to win. I mean, but I think in order to run the ball to win, Arkansas. Sam Pittman's addressed this, becoming too one-dimensional. Ty, how do you pass the ball better? How do you, how do you be more effective through the through the air? Can can is it just a matter of KJ needs to be more accurate, or 
as I've said earlier in the show, is this about the wide receivers kind of finally arriving at a different level with this offense? Well, it's a combination. They had pass blocked consistently all year. Offensive line would tell you that. Wide receivers haven't been open consistently. KJ's got to put the ball on the money, too. I mean, there's been times I've seen Warren just wide open. It's gotten overthrown. There's been times Landers has beat his guy. It's five yards to the right. I mean, KJ's got to hit those intermediate. KJ's fine, 10 and below, 30 and beyond. That that 10 to 30, though, man, it's you never know what's going to happen. And for KJ Jefferson, if he wants to play in the National Football League someday, then you've got to be more accurate on those intermediate passes. And, again, I know it's a road game, but you should be able to have some success against these Cougars tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I think this is a, you know, this is a game where you really – you know, you got to shore some things up. I think about the mental approach or just kind of where you're at uh, internally, and only they can tell you. But there's just a huge difference going into a bye week off a win versus a loss. We talk about it with bowl games, and you know, you got to spend the off season kind of dealing with that loss if uh, and feeling like you got you know something to uh, to uh, to clean up when you start the spring practice. You know, that can be good in some ways, but, you know, there's never a, never a lot of positives that come out of a loss. I feel kind of the same way going into a bye that you yep. need to win this just to kind of have a good vibe around the building for two weeks. Uh, four That's in a row, point. four in a row, and then you kind of got to wear that collar around the building for, for a couple of weeks before you play at Auburn. I just think it really takes a lot of the, uh, the, the likelihood of winning at Auburn off if you win this game. I think it becomes more toss-up. I think Arkansas is clearly better than Auburn, but you got to go down there and play. And, boy, the last thing you need is Auburn to get a little dose of confidence this weekend as well before the, you come there. Both programs think they can beat each other because it might be the uh, uh, the best chance for Auburn to win a game against a significant opponent. Arkansas needs to have the right mindset going into the bye before they go down on the plains. Coach Pittman last year was talking about bowl game. Guys, you ain't playing in Florida if you lose this football game. You've oh, still no. got a chance and an opportunity. If you win this game and things play out like you hope they could, either you win four out of five or five down stretch, you could still play in Florida. You lose this game, you're not playing any bowl game in Florida the rest of the way. So that's something else to keep on. And kind of like you, I, I thought you made a great point there about the bowl and winning that game, having all offseason to come off that high, beating Penn State. I mean, guys – these, these kids are – I know they got fall break and stuff, but these guys are in classes. They they see stuff on social media. There's – I mean, how dejected are Arkansas fans going to be if they lose four straight games? That that gets to players, and it wears on them a little bit. So, it just for the their, their own sanity, basically, in this bye week where they have nothing to think about but basically social media and, and what they have to do against Auburn, yeah, they, they got to win this football game. Yeah, I see, I, you know, yeah, the fans are going to have one reaction, and, and the players can put some of it behind you, but it just puts pressure on you that you can avoid with a win. And I think the point about the bowls and kind of where you're at in the bowl pecking order, it sure makes it a lot easier. And then, you know, your chance, you know, two games in a streak, but it's certainly a trend. You can win here, you get the bye week, you go win at Auburn, and then you, you kind of get in your stride back. And um, Arkansas certainly made rebounds in November before. But, you know, LSU and Ole Miss, those are, those are two tough games. Even though they're at home in the middle of November, uh, there's certainly no guarantees at home you're going to win one or both of those games, nope. certainly. And yep. you, you like your chances at Missouri, but you just start doing the math to get three more wins with those type of opponents kind of scheduled in that back end. You know, you need to win – here in Provo, you need to go on the road and win at Auburn, and you need to win at Missouri because, uh, you know, maybe you can get to seven 
Maybe you can get to eight if you sweep those, but uh, you know there's that is certainly an uphill battle the rest of the way. So this game from a bowl selection, bowl pick standpoint seems like a a must win here in Provo. Our phone number eight seven seven three seven seven six nine six three. Autonomy is behind enemy lines in Provo. I am at Wheels RV in Springdale. Lenard is in Van Buren. Lenard, have you called in about your Cowboys or your Hogs? I'm calling in about both. We'll save we'll save the first for letter. Hey, them hogs gonna be them hogs gonna be all right. You just gotta re- realize one thing. I believe a lot of the time, I think Brown's an excellent offense coordinator. But what he's got to remember it, if I'm a team and I got any type of dignity about myself, I don't care how much stronger, bigger you are than me, and physically, I'm not letting you just run the ball in between the tackles. I'm not. I say if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die by you doing something else. You're not going to just run me over because you're bigger than me and stronger than me and can last longer than me. So we got to realize that those those times you got to realize, okay, I'm going to fake like I'm going there, but I'm going to slice on them. I'm going to slice on them to get whatever I need. we got to got to realize sometimes bullies don't win. But I think the ultimate thing for the, for the Hogs this weekend is we're going to be fine because I don't care how good, of X, how good you are at X's and O's, you got to be a motivator. And I think they got a lot of coaches that can motivate those kids they need to do on defense. And before I go, I, you know, you're going to have to give it to me. And it's early this morning. you got a little strength in your lungs. I want to hear you. I want to see you dig down deep just one more time and say, how about the Cowboys? Right, on, I want you on. to do it now. Leonard, you ready? You ready? How about them Cowboys? Yeah! I think Jimmy does <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all have a good day, guys. You got it, buddy. Hey, you talk about a Cowboys fan. Our buddy, Leonard and Van Buren, is about as – as high as those ranks go, Tommy. Well, it's a big weekend for them. I mean, uh, huge weekend. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to probably watching some of that game Sunday night or watching. I don't know how late I'll stay up and watch the end of it, but I, that's a that's a big moment. I, they win that game, you're going to see more people like me <laughs> jump back on the bandwagon. All of a sudden, you got your blue and gold, or you got your silver and gray on, and and, and all these things, and and wearing that stars. Yeah, that's how much of a bandwagon. I don't even get the colors right the first time out of my mouth, but you'll start seeing more of them stars showing up around Northwest Arkansas and Fayetteville and Fort Smith and places like that because uh, everybody loves the Cowboys when they're good. What? Let me ask you this: Where are the birds and the boys? Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles rank amongst NFL rivalries. Mm. How high on the list is that? Well, I, I probably wouldn't be the the one to answer that question, but uh, as far as in the NFC East, that's probably as good a one as you got, you know. Because any good rivalry in the NFC East is going to involve the Cowboys. I think Raiders Chiefs is Raiders, a really Chiefs great. Got to be number one, right? That's a great rivalry. I, I really liked when the Niners and the Cowboys met up, and that was kind of the Walsh and, and Aikman and them, them going out. That was great. I know that was more of an Col- NFC. Colts than Patriots it, doesn't mean anything anymore. It used know. to, man. It used, used to, to though. That's a great one, Tommy. Just trying to go back. I mean, I, Steelers Ravens is a great rivalry. There's some there's some good ones. The reason I ask is because I mean, you, you think about that CBS chose they get I think one flex game a year and they chose that Bills Chiefs rematch but I mean Sunday Night Football was like all right then I guess we'll fall on the the Cowboys and the Eagles and the fact that both of them are really good I mean you're gonna have a huge audience tune in for Sunday Night Football in addition to what's kind of the Sunday Night viewer yeah that, that's gonna be a treat so uh I'll be back I, I land 
get back to Arkansas about two o'clock, or get back into to the airport about two. I'll be back about dinner time, so that'll be uh, that'll be my Sunday night when I can unwind, unpack, is uh, getting that game on. I think a lot of people will kind of plan their day around being able to watch that game. So get all your honeydews and get your laundry done, put away whatever you got to do to get your weekend chores done, and and then uh, watch that ball game. So I think that'll be. Uh, I'm being a lot of people's plans. We got some text in on this. Griff, TC, and Matt also bring up, and this is this one that we haven't mentioned: Packers and Bears. You think yeah. about the the history between those two franchises, and Aaron Rodgers has just owned Chicago. If we lose to the Jets this weekend, I uh, I'm going to lose my mind. That's my brother's favorite team, and he's been on cloud nine the way Zach Wilson and company have been playing, but. Man, I hope we don't lose. Do you think about – I mean, you think about some legends, Tommy, that have played for the Packers and Bears organizations. On the Bears side, you obviously got Ditka. You've got McMahon, Walter Payton, the Fridge. Then you flip it over to the Packers side, most recently Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, who's in a world of trouble right now in Mississippi. Uh, you've got Bart Reggie. Starr, Vince Lombardi. Who'd you say? Reggie. So. I mean, it, 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 the list goes on and on and on. So, yeah, I would probably put – I think Bears and Packers might be near the top of the list too. That's a yeah. good one. Well, live in Provo, we're uh, brought to you this morning by uh, by Bradford Marine and ATV. Yeah, that's, that's fun. I mean, the, the rivalries, you know, I always think about college rivalries first, but uh, these are a lot of fun. And, but they, they seem to only matter. Maybe it's just because of my lack of uh, – you know, overwhelming passion for the NFL. I like watching it, but it, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not on the same level as, as a lot of other people when it comes to the NFL. Um, when the games don't matter as much and the, and the Cowboys just hasn't, haven't played in as many meaningful games. This feels like a meaningful game with the Eagles and that's why it's fun. And it feels like that rivalry's back. I remember watching as a teenager when Buddy Ryan was the head coach there and Jimmy Johnson, and they truly hated each other. They wanted to kill each other, and Buddy and Buddy tried to. He was trying to hurt people out there and send his uh, send his uh, guys after after cowboy players. So that's when I thought it was at its best was when Buddy Ryan was their head coach, and uh, it seemed to it, it was a bloodbath. I mean, people were getting clotheslined. <laughs> they were trying to take out knees. I mean, it looked like a prison league football game back then. Buddy, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I just I always appreciated the old nicknames back in the day, like Mean Go Joe Green. I mean, that's just stuff like the the the, the refrigerator Perry. Like these are guys mm-hmm. that are legends of the game and you hear it like that, that's great. Well we didn't have <laughs> Tommy, be glad you didn't watch Thursday night football because it was just another atrocious game. I mean uh, I don't even know why they Amazon broadcast this at this point. Just horrible. So hopefully some NFL games will will save us this weekend. But back to the game that we've been t- this morning is your like you mentioned, the Arkansas Razorbacks and, and BYU. I think another kind of hair uh, tentacle of this game is what's the status of Two Johnsons and Slusher. Miles Slusher, Jaden, and Kari. Three secondary players that are potentially going to come back at points this season. Uh, I don't know what Jaden and I, I can't remember what Coach Pittman said about Jaden and Kari, what they're dealing with. I know that Miles is dealing with the calf. We don't know his status for the game tomorrow. And you hope that Miles Slusher is back. It sure, sure seems like when he's in there, Tommy, he's a difference maker, and he's just been plagued by injuries this year. I mean, it's right now warm bodies back there help. I mean, that's depth's an issue. We, we've talked about moving a couple of young wide receivers over to to help out in Bakke, and now McAdoo's kind of raised his hand and said, "Hey, if I can help the team 
move me. So, I mean, it, it's a it's a thin situation, and you know, there's some that are got some some vitriol and and anger with Barry Odom. I just don't know what other decisions he's he's left to make. I mean, all of them, all the options don't seem to be very good options at this point for uh, for where you're at with the secondary. The only answers are get some of your better players healthy and back on the field. Tommy, who do you want to see as the second running back after Rocket Sanders? Who do you want to see? Because they've all had points this year. I don't think Dominique's fully 100% just not had that fumble, but he's looked good yeah. outside of that. And A.J. Green, I mean, he's made some plays this year too. Who do you want to see come in second? DeBinion. I think DeBinion's the guy that comes in. and make. He, he seems to make an impact every time he gets his hands on the ball. So uh, it's clearly Rocket's game first, but I think DeBinion's the guy that comes in and he's he seems to always be effective now i think his first carry was that goal line situation i didn't care so much for that last week but hindsight's 2020 if he scores no one questions that well his first carry was right there well you know no one's saying that but last week he just wasn't very effective the hole wasn't there um so i'm not sure how much is on him but it seemed like he got to the line the hole closed up so it looked tentative but uh Dubinion would be uh my my vote right now for being the first one to come in behind rocket yeah, I would say him or A.J. Green. And I think another question, then, do you go to three or do you just stick to two? Is that throw off the rhythm when you have three guys that you're trying to give carries to or even four in some situations, what they've done this year with Dominique back? I mean, do you limit that to a certain extent? Well, I think that depends on if someone's got a hot hand. If if, if no one's able to do it, you got to figure out, is it line or is it is it backs not seeing the hole? you you got to find you know, Sometimes just – Hey, some days you just see it better than others, I, I presume. So, I mean, it. Yeah, I think you uh, you stick with a hot hand. Ty, out here in Provo, yesterday I drove down south and went to uh, some of the national parks, saw Arches, saw the, the state park at, uh, at Dead Horse State Park, uh, also went to uh, Canyonlands for a little bit. And, boy, I'm going to tell you, everywhere you go in these towns, I was in Moab, They've got these side-by-sides and ATVs, and we love to ATV in Arkansas. Right now, Bradford Marine has the ATVs you're looking for. And it's it's that kind of year where uh, that time of year where, where really you can find uh, a lot of fun on the water or in the woods with one of your ATVs. They got the Can-Ams right now. They got motorcycles. They got ATVs. They got the tracker off-roads. You can see the full lineup right now at uh, BradfordMarine.com. And they got a location uh, near you. I mean, no matter where you're at, Central Arkansas, Southwest Arkansas, and Texarkana, just across the border, and in Springdale and Northwest Arkansas. They got the side-by-sides right now, also the four-wheelers and ATVs. We're inside a month to go before hunting season, so if that old, tired ATV of yours is not going to make it another hunting season, get to Bradford Marine and ATV. They've been around since 1971, and they can get you ready to go for hunting season. They're in Hot Springs, North Little Rock, also in Springdale. Got a location uh, just across the border in Texarkana, Texas. So uh, no matter where you're at, there's one near you. That's Bradford Marine in ATV. Find them online at bradfordmarine.com. I think we only had one MLB game last night. The Houston Astros beat the Seattle Mariners 4-2 tonight. Or today we got Atlanta at Philadelphia, Dodgers at San Diego, and then Cleveland at the New York Yankees. So that series, those are two of them are tied one one. The Yankees, Guardians, here, and then Houston, Seattle yeah. right now. It's just uh, I think these midweek games people are keeping up with. I don't know how many of our listeners are still 
watching it uh, night in, night out since the Cardinals are out. So going to be fun. Hey, right, we're live in Provo. we got more coming up. We're also live at Wheels RV in Tawnytown here on the Morning Rush, ESPN Arkansas, and hitthatline.com. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.